0: You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello, and welcome to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Astronomical Fantasy Show. He's Dave, I'm Casey, and it is time to talk a little fantasy. Casey, can you live this fantasy life? Dave, it's not reality. It's just a fantasy. <laughs> hey, make sure you like and subscribe to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. That subscription will also get you dialed in for the Trend Zone, where each and every week of the NFL season, we hit all the top trending stories, as well as give you previews of all the games, not just some games, not a couple all of the games so make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss any of that sweet sweet football dudes goodness mm.
1: mm-hmm. that's the trend zone podcast available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify amazon music wherever you get your podcast two trend zones for the price of one absolutely free of charge
0: i love it baby all right know what else i love surviving it is time oh. for three strike survivor pool dave how'd you do
1: I did fine, Casey. I was back in your Dallas Cowboys, and they crushed the Gigantes. No sweat. Easy money. Moving to next week. Nice. I
0: like a good uh, stress-free weekend. I had forgotten who I picked after the weekend with all the craziness and games ending. I was like, oh, shit, there's a, a chance I might be dead here. And I had the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> over the Green Bay Packers. I was almost dead, but I live to fight another day.
1: Yes, Casey, and the most popular pick um, uh, last week was, of course, the Dallas Cowboys over the New York Giants. The pop, most popular incorrect pick, the Bengals over the Houston Texans. That was thirty-five percent. Oh, did kill one of the people in one of my fa- one of my leagues.
0: Out. Thin in the herds, baby. And the most popular pick heading into next week are the Lions over the Bears. Dave, who you going with,
1: dude? I am leaning. I hate to do it, but I'm leaning with the, the majority pick there, uh, Detroit over Chicago. I've got that one available. And you know my motto, whoever's playing Chicago, that's who I've got.
0: That's a good motto. I think I might have to jump on that bandwagon to restore the roar and put those bears into hibernation. All right, Dave, time
1: for our go back fantasy starts of the week. How'd you do? No problemo, sir. I had enough buys to make it not that many choices that made any sense. And additionally, I crushed it in both leagues, getting
0: the high score, in fact, in our league. Oh, yeah. Funny you should mention that because I actually have a shit ton of go backs this week. Not only did I cut Uh Trey McBride for Christian Watson after his 2.2 last week, I played Evan Ingram, who got me a 1.2 instead of the 13.1 McBride would have gotten me. Brutal, right? And brutality. if I played Brian Robinson instead of Aaron Jones, I would have netted an additional 16.3 points, which would have earned me the top score of the week, Dave, and not you. But I lost. I didn't do it. So it cost me money, and I went ahead and put it right in your pocket. And, Dave, Thank you. to add more insult to insult in my other league, I went with Josh Allen and Jacoby Myers for a combined 20.48 instead of Dak Prescott and Brandon Cooks for 78.16, which would have given me almost 58 more points. And in that league, Dave, I lost my game due to that blunder. A reminder, kiddies, do not let late-season apathy set in. (laughs) Take your time to set your lineups. Scan the the waiver wire. Do not learn that lesson the hard way like I did.
1: Yeah, Casey, because the go-back machine isn't real. You don't tell me that, Dave. It's fantasy. (laughs) We just got
0: to get a flux capacitor, and then we're golden. Right. (laughs) The dudes go back in time just to fix fantasy scores. We don't invest (laughs) in Starbucks and Apple. We just go back and make sure our fantasy lineups are legit. But speaking of legit lineups, if you had any of these cats in your lineup, you were stoked because it is time for Total fantasy domination day. Give me a quarterback.
1: Let's, yeah, it just so happens I did have this dude in my lineup. Dak Prescott. Casey kicking butt. An incredible passing experience. 404 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, one pass interception, but 17 rush yards and a rush TD for Dak. What a performance for Dak. Outstanding.
0: Oh, yeah, for my bench in my other league, but hey. This is the one time when reality trumps fantasy. Anytime I get to win, I can let everything else go. So I will take that. But how about Jameer Gibbs, baby? Oh, bolt action against the bolts. 77 rush yards, two rushing TDs, and 35
1: receiving yards. Ew. Wow. Brutal. How about on the other side of that uh, equation for the same football game, Casey, it was Keenan Allen from My Lightning Strikes. And the L.A. Chargers having yet another dominant performance. This guy's having a phenomenal season at the age of 31. 175 uh, receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. He seems to be always open and good for a first down on a third down pretty much every time. Maybe Keenan does have a
0: time machine. He went back and got that knee from early in college because this guy is one of the best receivers in the league. He doesn't – I don't know – if we see it because we watch every game and we know because yeah. we, you love the chargers, but I don't know if this guy is getting the pub that he should around the country, top 10 receiver without question. Always. Yeah. Open top five is an,
1: is an argument that could be made. But if you yeah. start to look at the stats this season alone, not like projecting into the future, but he's having a phenomenal year.
0: Yeah. Great job there by Keenan. I guess he just barely edged my C.D. Lamb out, but I digress. T.J. Hawkinson at tight end. More bolt action, 134 yards and a receiving touchdown. Congratulations if you had members that were doing that total fantasy domination thing. We run our league through NFL.com. It is a 12-team league, non-PPR, no flex. Three wides, two running backs, six points for a touchdown for the quarterback, as it should be. Only five bench spots. If you're not in a league like this, you don't know how difficult it is to turn that, to get people on, to not let players you want to leave your roster go. So it's brutal, but we also have one of the best uh, waiver wires in the biz.
1: Yeah, it's move to last after claim, never reset. So after a successful waiver claim, you move to the lowest waiver priority for the following week. But if you decide not to take a player on waivers, then your waiver position goes up. So there's value in using discretion and waiting around for a free agent instead of spending that waiver wire positioning on a player that you might be able to get almost as good of a player in free agency. You want that waiver positioning at the max for when you absolutely need your dude and you can for sure get him. I'm at number one. This is where I like to sit most of the season, Casey. I just sit back and just never use it and just sort of post about
0: my positioning. You're precious. You just hold (laughs) on to that stuff. Hey, and if you people need a little help from our commish, you can hit Dave up at footballdudesla at gmail.com. He's willing and able to help you whip your fantasy league into shape. Speaking of whipping into shape, Dave, if you got to bang the free agent waiver wire this week, What are you going to do at quarterback? Because the Falcons, the Colts, the Pats, and the Saints are all on by this week.
1: Yeah, so there's a pretty good chunk of teams and players that we're going to have to uh, replace through the stream, Casey. I'm looking at Russell Wilson, dude. How about back-to-back weeks? This guy was toast, and now he's putting up pretty good performance, 20-plus points two weeks in a row, um, five TDs over his last two starts and at least 30 rushing yards in each of his last two games. They seem to have righted the ship there. In Denver. Um, so you know, if you're in a pinch, uh cook with Russ. And the last two
0: weeks they beat the chefs or the chefs a bye and now the Bills. Yeah. I wonder if it's a little too late for them. I don't think that it is. Yeah. you know, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Matt Stafford. He's supposed to be back, so take this with a grain of salt, watch um, what's happening with the injuries on Sunday, just in case this guy doesn't make it back. But um, they're playing the Seahawks in L.A., and when he played those Hawks in week one, on the road, 334 yards. So um, Rams are probably going to be behind in this game, probably going to have to throw it a lot. You got Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup out there should light up that fantasy scoreboard. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and take a look at running backs.
1: Yeah, I got a couple of decent ones, Casey. We talked about this guy last week, Keaton Mitchell. Had limited number of carries and a lot of productivity. He is a speed burner, dude. And uh, unbelievably, nobody did pick him up. I thought I was going to pick him up, and I just kind of was so sleep at the wheel there. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, didn't get the ball that much last week, but a Standard, you know, came up with some big plays. A 39-yard touchdown run, a 32-yard catch. I mean... If he keeps producing, they're not going to be able to stop but handing it off to this guy or getting him in the plays.
0: Yeah, and like you just want to hit double digits, especially in our league, non-PPR. If you can get
1: 12 out of your running back, that is a win. Yeah, and also another one I want to mention, Casey, Ty Chandler. We have mentioned him before. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is uh, obviously on that Viking squad that's sort of rebounded and Uh, At this point with Dobbs in the mix there, it's pretty exciting. Coming back, maybe J.J. uh, in the mix down the road there. And uh, Madison left with a concussion last week. So looks like uh, that there's going to be more touches for Chandler, uh, even so more this week. But moving forward, if he can establish himself, uh, no reason that that might not even continue. And the offense looks to be heading into the more explosive direction once Jefferson gets back. Dude, if you're able
0: to pick up an RB1 in week 11, you are completely stoked. I would love to be that cat just sitting on top of the waiver wire there with the number one pick. (laughs) You know me, Dave. I need to make everything about the Cowboys all the time, so that's what I'm doing here. How about Rico Dowdle, dude? Mm -hmm. We've seen what this guy can do. He's had some unfortunate issues with uh, penalties, calling back some of his better plays, but we saw – the uh, the explosiveness and the power out of this guy last week against the Giants. There's talk in Dallas of moving him not RB one, but giving him some of those early carries on first and second down. Let him be the hammer, and mm-hmm. then let TP get back to being the the speed guy out there. So it, it mm-hmm. he is going to get more touches as we move here. Cowboys run game still is a work in progress, but Rico Dowdle early
1: uh early returns look pretty good. All right, yeah, sounds good, man. Thunder and lightning there, a little like when they had Zeke eating his porridge there for the Cowboys. That's
0: right. I don't know what Rico likes to eat. Hopefully, we find out this weekend. Maybe it's touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, All right, maybe Dave. Yellow like or something. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Maybe pudding. Okay, he can That's use that delicious. spoon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. Let's take a look at the wide
1: receivers. All right, dude. Uh, this is going to sound homerish for myself, but Quinton Johnson. We have mentioned it before. I believe I did suggest him last week. Only four car- targets last week, but he did catch all four for 34 yards and they schemed up a touchdown for him. So he got his first NFL touchdown last week. It was a nice play call where they snuck him back uh, behind the defense there, but that was definitely by design. Uh, they're definitely looking to get a bigger role for Quinton Johnson and Kellen Moore's offense there with the chargers and, The ball has got to get distributed. They still don't have Mike uh, Williams, and they still don't have Josh Palmer back there. They need somebody to step it up on the other side of Keenan, and it looks like Quentin's going to get an ample opportunity.
0: Yeah, why not throw it to the big fast guy? That's a pretty good plan.
1: Yeah, let him break a tackle or two and hit the – there was one last week it looked like he could have gone for like 60 or 70 yards on a touchdown. He just needed to break one tackle, and if he didn't – he didn't break it, but if he did –
0: Yeah, that is coming soon for this guy. He was insane in college. I watched him mosh all over my Sooners a couple of times, so I think it's close to that time for him. And how about Nico Collins out of the Texans? It looked like he was going to go last week, but he was a late scratch in that thing. He's still questionable, but they do expect him to play. I expect him to play. And with the way C.J. Stroud is slinging it, there's got to be a handful of targets for this guy, and he was making plays early on.
1: No reason why he's not going to be making plays late. No doubt about it, dude. That offense is cranking right now. Mm-hmm. So anybody that goes out on a on a route there is liable to catch a handful of balls.
0: <laughs> no doubt. All right, brother.
1: Let's go ahead and take a look at the tight end position. How about Trey McBride, Casey? Oh. Know you, you have a little uh, uh, go-back machine regrets about this dude. Uh, eight receptions, 131 yards last week versus the Falcons there. And he's obviously available in our league, which means he's probably available in yours. Uh, you know, never know. He's, he, ever since Zach went, Ertz went down there, uh, he's had more opportunities, obviously. And now that Kyler Murray's back in the mix, does look suddenly like the, the whole team looks like it's got a jolt uh, of positive offense. And so uh, expect McBride to be uh, featured uh, moving forward. And yeah. uh, targeted uh, frequently.
0: This was my itchy click finger day that I was a little too quick to click.
1: You got cause you got causey on that situation. <laughs> Next I thing did. you know, Brought him in for coffee and sent him on his way. Oh,
0: <laughs> and even I was thinking it was late. I was up late. It was almost two in the morning. I had missed the waiver wire. So I, I didn't have to use it. I was like, I do need receiver help on this. And then the little devil on the other side, was like, oh, go ahead and hold on to him just in case Kyler gets it going. No, man, that's tough. Go ahead and get your receiver. And I did, and I'm paying the price. But Brit. I do expect Evan Ingram to bounce back. They went up against the Niners. Spinning out of control here, Dave. Another guy that was on the foul boys for a little bit. How about Luke Musgrave, dude? Back-to-back games with at least 50 yards. Had a touchdown, not last week, but the week before. Two red zone targets last week. They're going to have to throw that ball quite a bit on Sunday, I'm guessing, to keep pace with your
1: Chargers. Yep. I imagine so. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and hit these defenses real quick. All right. Check it out, Casey. Lions are hosting the Bears and yes, the Lions gave up a boatload of yards and points to the Chargers last week, but they're not playing the Chargers this week. They're playing the Bears. Okay. (laughs) And it's looking like it's likely going to be Justin Fields still nursing that thumb and it will be Bajan. So keep an eye on that part of the equation. Bajan has been very gifting with all of the interceptions he's tossed he's also gotten sack fumbled a number of times um if it's fields and you feel like freaking out, like oh that's too much for my mind it's too much for my primitive mind to comprehend then maybe you take a look at the jags hosting uh tennessee as a thought there uh levis was hot and then cold in, in his performances and uh who knows the chargers at green bay I, I, it sounds idiotic because of, of some of the stats that they have given up on the bad side. But when they've gone against uh, quarterbacks that haven't been well protected, um, they have absolutely feasted in the in the sack and turnover department. So something like that might come out uh, this week at Green Bay.
0: Yeah, and shockingly, this is a team that you don't think about good defense when that was – kind of a staple that you thought they would have going in. I'm talking about the Commandos hosting the Giants. If you saw uh, Peter DeVito last week against the Cowboys, it did not go well for him. So uh, the Commandos, you know, they'll be able to score some points, and they still have a little bit of a pass rush there. So um, you're we're talking streaming defenses in Week 11, so there's a lot worse you could do than the Commandos, right?
1: Yeah, than anyone playing the Giants. Yeah. Sounds like a good strategy. to me. Yeah.
0: Right. Be smart out there. Think about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we hope we got you guys dialed in for your fantasy and survival pool needs. You can always hit us up on football dudes, LA on Twitter. If you want more advice or you want to get on the show as well as football dudes, LA at gmail.com and make sure you subscribe to the trend zone podcast each and every week of the NFL season. We talk top trending stories and preview all of the
1: games in the NFL. Yep. That's the Trend Zone podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're out there dominating your fantasy league, fantasy league go ahead and bookmark footballdudes.com, your new favorite home for everything NFL. Yeah. Yeah. boom!
0: Free, free, free. All right, for Dave, I'm Casey. Thanks for listening to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football and may your reality and fantasy meld into one extronomical Football Weekend. We are out of here.